We are I. Good morning, everybody. 5.13 a.m. on this Friday morning. And yes, the sun is making an appearance and it's a little bit blue in that sky or it's just not as dark and the birds are chirping. Hmm. They were a second ago anyway. So this is this podcast this morning, I believe is a long time overdue. Something that I've just been so frustrated with and just every day get more and more frustrated with it and trying to find the appropriate place to be able to to house that frustration and more importantly finding like the appropriate ways to be able to to vent that frustration um this COVID-19 thing has just from a society standpoint has just it's got completely out of control you know I know what side or whatever side of the line you choose to want to stand on, you know, whether you're bathing in the Kool-Aid that, you know, media and politicians want you to drink, or whether or not you've actually done some independent research. You know, the Canadian Justice Institute put out this, um, this graphic the other day that just really hit home and just highlighted all the quote unquote cases over the last year in Canada, um, and then the actual deaths and seeing how like the deaths, no matter what the case rate has got to now being the worst, um, the death rate has never really changed. You know, we're still looking at this thing, you know, that we, we were told to believe was going to kill about 20% of the population that everybody still wants to compare to the Spanish flu. People still want to compare to polio, all these things that were horrible and horrific when it's clearly not. When it's clearly not. But again, it just goes to show like how much that Kool-Aid so many people have drank when you can't even do a little bit of independent research on your own to realize the difference between the two. You just hear these things. We just hear these things. And we just, they become topics of conversation, like they're truth. You know, but when you ask people, like, like, what have you done besides outside of hearing a narrative? Like, what kind of actual independent research have you done? What kind of independent research have you done to understand the other side? Well, do you remember when we were told not to wear masks because masks weren't important? You know, and then it turned out we were only told to wear masks so there wasn't a mask shortage for people who need them. Or do you remember when we were told to wear those little blue disposable masks and then a year later told that they're actually terrible for us to wear because of the graphene in them and then Health Canada put out a warning? But how much how much publicity do those things get? Not a whole lot, right? But what does? This daily case rate, that actually doesn't mean a whole lot of anything. Or how many people know that in you know 2008, I believe it was, that the WHO changed the definition for pandemic to be able to fishnet like the smallest of influenza strains. 
Or how many people know that in 2018 alone, I believe there's over 25,000 pandemics in 2018 alone. Mostly because of how broad the definition of a pandemic is, and that's the problem. Being so broad, we don't actually live in a pandemic that by death toll is that bad at all. But we still want to live in this narrative that it is because this definition of pandemic is so broad. And it sounds really sexy for a lot of people to say. And therein lies the Kool-Aid. But what does it mean to you now knowing that in 2018, there's over 25,000 pandemics? What does that mean to you when you hear that? Or what, is it, what does it mean to you to know that, what is it, just a few percentage points of people actually die from COVID only? You know, and it's in the high 70s, low 80s, a percent of people who die from COVID-19 have over two comorbidity factors. So are you dying because of COVID-19 or are you dying because you are unhealthy? Which brings me into the point that is unbelievably irritating. Unbelievably irritating. Is we are continually sheltering people who've made really shitty lifestyle choices. And now we're living with diabetes, heart disease, and all these preventable lifestyle diseases. And it has changed our world because of it. Many of people like myself, and there's a lot of them who are healthy, who do not need a vaccine, who do not need to fear this because you've chosen to be healthy. You choose health every single day. You choose to investigate yourself. You choose to be able to understand the food that you put in your mouth. You're not stopping at McDonald's and Dairy Queen and Burger King and all these shit places like KFC, and you're not eating Chinese food every day, and you're working out, you're eating farm to table, you're eating 100 mile radius, you're choosing to be healthy. And now you have to be shamed. So you get into this conversation about vaccines and people saying like, Oh, well, it's the socially responsible thing to do to be able to get a vaccine. But why? To protect who? The person who should get it because they chose to be unhealthy? No, they should protect themselves. If they want a vaccine, then fine. Well, we need to curb this thing and eradicate it. Well, what's a vaccine going to do when all we talk about now is how there's all these different variants that may not even be totally effective or the vaccine might not even totally be effective against? Or about how every coronavirus, every influenza strain constantly mutates. So what rabbit hole do you chase that down? You're not stopping anything. Never mind on, on top of that, that this doesn't even classify or is even that bad that you would need to vaccinate an entire population. Or even understanding the potential long-term health effects of women's menstrual cycles being manipulated, blood clots, you know, amongst all the other issues that are starting to come and the things that we won't even correlate to people getting the vaccine. You know, if you develop a tumor in five years from now, 
Is that from the vaccine? I don't know. You don't know. Nobody will know. But this is the problem. But if you just choose to be healthy, this is the foundation outside of all the other data points. If you choose to be healthy, this won't affect you. You'll be able to come out on the other side of this. Yeah, you might have a couple of shitty days. Fine. But how many years have you lived where there's been this, oh, you just have this cough for like two weeks. It's fine. Like, oh, this nagging cough. I can't just get over it. We say that shit every year, every fucking year. But now it's different. Like, oh, this, the cold this year, you just have a couple like really bad days and, and then you get over it. We say it every year, every single year. But this one is different. Why? Why is it different? That thick ass Kool-Aid that you're drinking it must be really sweet. You know, and then you get into the perspective here. Then this is the one that probably bugs me equally the same, just as more maybe a little bit less. Is that I can't tell somebody who is fat, overweight, unhealthy, the perfect specimen for COVID-19 to have detrimental effects too. The perfect specimen. Diabetes, high cholesterol, you know, like any of these things. I can't say to that person, look, bro, if you weren't so fat, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about this. You end up being an asshole, fat shaming, however you want to look at it. But all the healthy people all the people who've chosen to be healthy, they can be shamed for being healthy. You know, I know a lot of people who are starting to develop anxiety around not getting a vaccine because they feel judged. And these are perfectly healthy individuals. Perfectly healthy. Does anybody think that? Does anybody ever think of the health shaming? Does anybody think about how perfectly healthy people now have to feel shame because they choose a healthy lifestyle? Like that is ridiculous to me. It is absolutely ridiculous. Because it shows how unhealthy our population is mentally, emotionally, and physically. If we had a healthier population of people, if people simply were healthier, not that we haven't been able to skate through this. So when you look at the amount of cases versus the amount, the total death rate, it is bananas low. But you even take those people. If that's 70 something or 80 something percent of people didn't have over two comorbidity factors, almost three, they would have been fine too. But nobody talks about that. Today is all about open your eyes, do some research, understand 
Don't be led. Not at any point in time of anybody's life should they just be force-fed and narrative. We used to be able to get real clear, objective truth from both sides. Except for today. Because all the people who want to try to be able to promote a different narrative than this COVID-19 thing that's out there now are being silenced. You know, by videos being pulled off YouTube. When doctors... When doctors and scientists are calling out government organizations, health organizations, and saying, you are wrong, they're being silenced. When you have citizens wanting to be able to have a voice, being silenced, being pulled off social media, being pulled off these platforms to be able to help promote a message that's contrary to the narrative, contrary to the Kool-Aid. It's wrong. You should never make something, you should never make a decision that's so important with only one side of the narrative, only just drinking the Kool-Aid from one side. So if there's any time, just please put down Instagram, put down Facebook, put down whatever you're doing and spend an hour and be able to see some of these things through a different lens. You'll see there's a completely different narrative. There's a completely different groundswell. You know, look at people like Dr. Rhonda Patrick, who in the very beginning stages said that everybody should be taking vitamin D right now. Everybody should be taking vitamin D because this is going to help combat COVID-19 better than anything else. It's just making sure that your vitamin D store is high. And it took, in a, it took a year for there to be any kind of minor, minor awareness overtaking vitamin D and how many people really are something so simple but again it doesn't taste as sweet as the Kool-Aid